Welcome to the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, Mother Nature does not approve of your vote. Zombie invades pharmacy to complain about insurance. Marlboro Man finally quits life. Madonna gets out of the groove and Florida man sues. Oh dear. A uh, half-baked lawsuit over beef with Ben and Jerry's takes the rocky road by assuming their dairy cows are not living the Americone dream. Boy, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Google is expecting to offer checking accounts starting next year. Oh dear. So when I start typing my balance, will it show me how much money I wish I had? Just <laughs> it'll, it'll show you how much money everyone else has been searching for. <laughs> I wonder if now I'll only get ads for things that I can afford. (laughs) They're like, you're too poor for that. (laughs) You can't afford a $15,000 Armani suit. Are you crazy? I'm just looking forward to the Google checking account doodles. You know, they always do something special. So they'll be like, oh, well, here's someone who's also as poor as you. (laughs) They should have little doodles on the checks (laughs) that change daily. Yeah, there you go. It'll be electronic checks. And so we can just like update everything. You mean e-checks? E-checks. Yeah. Is that like an e-cigarette? They're yeah. going to ban them. Or like an E. Um... <laughs> this, this E check is cherry flavored. <laughs> Do you remember that some checks had like a scent? Do you remember that back in like the late 80s, early 90s? Uh, maybe. Because they used to send like there would be companies like you didn't always have to get checks from your bank. Yeah. yeah. There would be companies that would send you like sample checks that you could use. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you could order them. It was like that in stamps. You could order with like a scent on them. Yeah. And you could get special things on your checks. Yeah. I think we have special things on our checks. We do not. I don't know where our checks are. I don't know where our checks are. We we write exactly one check a year. Really? To our homeowners association. Nice. They'll, they'll let you pay online, but yeah. they charge you an extra like four ninety nine service fee. I'm like, fuck you. You already do nothing for me. I'm not going to give you an extra four ninety nine so you can take it by check. Are they charging the service fee or is it no, like... No, I don't like, know. It's, it's Yeah, it's whatever... Program. Bill Matrix or yeah. whatever, yeah. Squaresoft or yeah. whatever the bullshit thing it is. No, Squaresoft makes video games. That's completely yeah, I was going to say, that's that's not, that, doesn't, that sounds right, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we write a check every week. We have someone come and clean, every our, week? clean our house. Oh, you pay them by check, eh? Almost every week. And we pay her by check for some reason instead of cash. Yeah. Well, I mean. We can get to it. Our, our bank is not like a, a normal bank. We bank with... Um, a bank called Simple that no. like doesn't have banks. Oh, okay. But that seems convenient. It's so convenient. But every Walgreens. So do you get charged at every ATM you go to? Well, I'll tell you this much: uh, when I call customer service, they don't interrupt me, like you just did. Oh, he's gonna do the thing again. Well, anyway, uh, like I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to any Walgreens or CVS and get money out of the ATM, and it's fine. No, oh, okay. You only have to go into a Walgreens. It's yeah, that's pretty bad. I but, can't go every time I walk into a Walgreens. I have to buy a Russell Stouffer candy. Stouffer is that Stouffer? Stouffer? Yeah, Stouffer is the stovetop stuffing. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's stovetop is the stovetop stuffing. Then what is Stouffer? Uh, it's Russell's last name. <laughs> Perfect. Jason, how was your week? Uh, amazing, actually. Yeah. We had a freak snowstorm on Ooh, Monday. We, we got did? fucking eight inches of snow. Ah. And it happened during the day. And we knew it was going to be pretty, like they said, three to six. And I was like, okay, cool. Three yeah. to six, whatever. It's it's, fine. It started right around you know seven o'clock and it was supposed to be done by like 12 hours later. So I was like, great. So the drive home is going to suck. Uh, 
And all the kids are like, oh, snow day. And I was like, we're not going to get a fucking snow day because it was going to be done snowing by 7 p.m. That gives us 12 hours to clear the roads. Right. Uh, so we're not going to five inches. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. But then then the whole thing stalled and just sat over us for hours. And mm-hmm. we ended up with 10 inches. And we got a snow day on Tuesday, which freaks me a little bit out because that makes me think if this is a preview for the rest of the year, I will be teaching until July. Yeah. That's just the first drop on the polar coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I love snow. Me too. I, the, it, a snow day relaxes me. It gives me, it's like a surprise day off. Mm-hmm. I'm able to like calm down. I did a whole bunch of grading. Disney plus came out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we were just watching Disney plus like fucking crazy. We we're watching rescue rangers and ducktails and a part of the beginning of gargoyles oh yeah yeah that's on there yeah uh and oliver and company and the aristocats because my daughter hadn't seen either of those and so we watched those and i watched the first episode of the mandalorian which is the new star wars series on there and Mm -hmm. it was pretty good and then i found out nick nolte was in it oh that's weird and he he (laughs) plays a short little guy yeah and I looked it up afterwards. I was like, that was fucking Nick Nolte. <laughs> what, was, what was he in? Like Turner and Hooch or something? Or... Nick Nolte? No, yeah. that was Tom Hanks. That was Tom Hanks. <laughs> but he was in some other, like, you know, dog police officer movie, wasn't he? Uh, what's, probably. What's the, what's the IMDB up. of Nick Nolte? <laughs> like, he had problems too, didn't he? Like, he was know, super drunk all the time or like on drugs oh, or. This is the guy I always used to confuse with Gary Busey. Yes. Except for like, he's like Gary Busey, but without the teeth. Yeah. So he's like. <laughs> Exactly. He used to be a model. Did he? In the 60s and 70s. Well, um, you know, that was only 50 years ago. He appeared in jeans and an open jean shirt for Clairol's summer blonde hair lightener. Oh. Oh, my. Summer blonde hair lightener, I should have said. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, he did cop movies, right? Did he I, do cop I, movies? I don't know. I'm looking it up. If you would keep talking, I'll... I'll... I mean, how much can I talk about Nick Nolte? Earlier, I, mean, I told you to shut up, and now I'm telling yeah, you to Yeah, now you tell me that like, I need to talk I, more just... about fucking Nick Nolte. <laughs> like, he hasn't been relevant since, like, the 1990s oh, until no. suddenly he's in The Mandalorian. He did A Puerta Fria in 2012. Remember that one? I have no idea what that is. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to, lo- you know, like, scroll Jesus, down all the way to the... he's done a lot of stuff. I know, he has. It's just, I mean, this is just, like pages and pages you just keep scrolling 48 hours that's the movie i'm thinking of okay 48 hours with uh eddie murphy oh yeah yeah okay and, and then there was another 48 hours i was confused eddie later. murphy and uh tom hanks too <laughs> what <laughs> they're so similar yeah you know yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we did that, and then unfortunately yesterday i had to go back to school and instantly wanted to like yell all yeah. day at my students. Well, he was in the original or the 2003 Hulk. That's good. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like a bad general or something? I never saw it. I, I heard it was so terrible. I didn't see it. That was the one with um, uh, the guy from Fight Club, right? Um, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Yeah. Yeah. That, it wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a pass on that one. <laughs> Ooh, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Cape Fear was a fantastic fucking movie. Which one was that? Uh, I think I'm, I'm confusing that one with the one where they dress up like presidents and rob banks. Uh, yeah. So if Cape Fear is the one I'm thinking of, um, it also has Edward Norton in it. A convicted rapist released from prison after serving a 14-year sentence stalks a family. Yeah. The lawyer. Scroll, scroll down a little bit. Sorry, we're just surfing the web together. Um, <laughs> Robert De Niro. Okay, this is not the same one I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. What's cool. the one where it's... Uh... Point blank, I think, is what I was thinking oh, of. Okay, I don't know. I don't know who was in that one. 
uh, other than Keanu Reeves. You know, I could spend hours on IMDb. Welcome to the the hours IMDb edition, not a sponsor. (laughs) By the way, if uh, if Disney Plus wants to be a sponsor, we're open for it. Oh yeah, they're not yet, but we will do that. Yeah, not not a sponsor, but yeah, we're 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 down for it. Yeah. Uh, How was your week? Well, it was okay. I just looked up Stouffer's. I went up Stouffer's.com, and apparently they have two times the beef. Of the leading meat sauce lasagna. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good uh, to know. So I was meaning to say Russell Stover. <laughs> Russell Stover. Okay, like the candy guy. The candy. Not yeah. Stover. Yeah. So when I walk into a Walgreens, I get one of those Russell Stover yeah. chocolate and raspberry cream candies because they sell them. Oh, yeah. I've never been in a Russell Stover store. They're everywhere. I, well, I've I... never been in a Russell Stover store either. I'm talking about Walgreens. Oh, okay. Walking to Walgreens, I got to get myself some candy. Yeah. I, I enjoy like candy, like boxed candies really yeah i'm like anthony quinn in a walk in the clouds it seems like that'd be something you wouldn't like no like you would only like handmade candies not the candies that come pre-boxed no pre-box is fine don't say it like i'm i'm crazy well you have this opinion that i'm like super bougie or something you're the one whose wife doesn't eat things out of a can well what comes in a can that you should eat Soup. Okay, she doesn't eat soup. Spaghettios. Who would want spaghettios? Uh, hearty chili. Hearty chili is disgusting. Uh, fucking corn and and corn. No, cr- yeah. corn in Vegetables. a can is the worst. Vegetable. What are we peasants? I can buy fresh vegetables. Wow, how elitist of you. Exactly. What are we peasants? We you. Okay. I'm so but done what? with you right now. Tuna fish. Yeah. Why would I want tuna fish? Also, why do we say tuna fish and not just tuna? I'm not. I'm not saying that it's just That's you. Fair. That's I say fair. it too. Yeah. No. Everyone says it. Right. I'm on a tuna fish sandwich. Right. My coworker brings tuna fish often. Is and, that right? And then complain like doesn't complain uh, and then apologizes. That's the word I was going for. It's like sorry, I'm having tuna fish, and I'm like I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like I don't find tuna fish offensively smelling unless it's been like sitting in the sun for 15 hours. Yeah. Sorry, I hate the smell of tuna mixed fish. with mayonnaise and like I don't know diced. Celery. I don't know what's yeah. in a tuna fish sandwich. When you go to a restaurant, they're not like, oh, we have this nice thick salmon fish steak. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, would you like some halibut fish sticks? <laughs> yes, we're uh, we're dolphin mammal safe. <laughs> That's what this tuna fish is. Dolphin mammal safe. Anyway. I repeated it because I thought it was so good. It wasn't as good the second time. <laughs> you, the, the first rule is you never tell a joke twice. You never repeat a joke. Never repeat it, a joke. Because... If if they didn't hear it, then the timing will be off. Yes. If, and they, if they heard did it, hear it, they didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Then you're it's a it's a lose lose scenario. You just it gotta, sure is. Yeah, let it go. How was your week? Speaking of lose lose scenarios, how was my week? My week was fine. How are your balls? They are a little still a little bruised. Really? Yeah. So you're not selling this for us. Uh, no, it's it's been fine. Totally worth it. Your balls are still bruised. Yeah. And I don't have to have another another child. There's there's other ways to not have children (laughs) that don't require bruised balls. (laughs) That is true. That's very true. Uh, Gay sex is one of them. Um, Blowjobs is another. Your hand doesn't get knocked up that I'm aware of. So Pink's song, Just You and Your Hand Tonight, doesn't sound horrible. (laughs) I, I do not know this song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably and, because you don't listen to canned music. <laughs> okay. First of all, I didn't say I was the one that didn't eat things in cans. I eat soup. Uh-huh. I get tomatoes that comes in cans. Wow. I eat soup. 
That's it. Cheese. There's some cheeses that come in cans, Mexican cheeses that I mix with some chilies that also come in cans. Yeah. And make a delicious spicy cheese dip. And your wife doesn't eat it? No, she eats that. So she does eat food that comes from cans. She I was d- lying to me. I think she was making a generalization, oh, not thinking right, about right. Uh, some things that do come in cans. Yeah. Uh, cranberry sauce. We sl- <laughs> and it goes... Yeah, and then slops right out into a can shape and you just yeah. slice off a little slice of it. Yeah, we'll eat that shit. I got to tell you, that I don't like. I don't like, like, the, you know, fancy Martha the Stewart cranberry. Like, I cannot pin you down. I thought that'd be the only kind of cranberries <laughs> you would eat. Nope, don't like it. Jesus Christ. All right. Actually, Unpredictable. And, and, That's to go back, and, and to go back, I, I will eat canned green beans. But All right. I think canned corn has like a syrupy kind of – the flavor is not good. I will only eat frozen corn or fresh corn. But I, I, will, I will not eat frozen beans. I will quote my friend Dave here. Frozen corn is trash. I It's complete trash. It's not a quote, but I'm emulating him. Anything now. that's not fresh corn is trash. And I'd <laughs> rather eat flavorless frozen corn than syrupy canned corn. So we're doing a, a – Food drive, yeah, at, at school through mm-hmm. NJHS. I'm one of the sponsors for National Junior Honor Society, so I help run the thing with That's another right. teacher. And we put together a food drive because it's Thanksgiving, and our moral focus for the month is gratitude. Sure. So we're trying to do this. And so today was the first day of collecting for this food drive, and we said non-perishable and canned goods. Please, you know, bring them to us. So we got a. A full package of tortillas, uh-huh. like, you know, f- f- corn tortillas. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that expired a month ago. Okay. Uh, and are not non-perishable. Yeah. So we threw those away. We got a Kroger bag with four potatoes in it. <laughs> we got a Ziploc bag that looks like someone's grandma stole, like, the individual wrapped crackers from a buffet you know <laughs> that you get for with your soup so those in a in a ziploc bag with three loose tea bags mixed with the crackers in with the crackers yes i'll bet that tastes like a green tea kit cat <laughs> <laughs> it was a very exciting first day yeah so by the way i'd like to apologize uh for all of the mouth noises that we had despite cutting out the chewing jeff 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 We've been doing 68 episodes of us making mouth noises. No, that's just talking. Oh, oh, different I'm, mouth yeah, noises. Yeah, I'm talking about like the little the things that happen after you eat 18 fucking Kit Kats. Uh, yes, when we were like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, Jason. Yes? If you would like to send us some mouth noises... <laughs> just uh, send it to us through email, I guess? At thehour at gmail.com. As, as like I, a revenge. Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. I expect an email, someone just with a, just get your iPhone out, hit the memo button, go. <laughs> like, or if you see an interesting uh, uh, mouth noise, tweet us at the hour pod. Or you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour hashtag mouth noise. The hour pod. Sorry, the hour pod. My mistake. <sighs> If you're on Facebook, you already liked us. You don't have to look for us. You no, just like, click I, on the there thing. are so many people that listen that have not liked us. <laughs> Probably that, that all of our don't listeners. like us. <laughs> okay. Do you think people who don't like us listen? They're just like, oh, I fucking hate those guys. Oh, I'm gonna listen every week. Maybe we're like the shock jocks with the the guys that you love to hate. 
Because <laughs> we're, probably because we're idiots, though. That's probably true. <laughs> we're not like you know, yeah, super offensive. I don't Stop. think you're making me sad. I'm making you we're sad. We're average. We don't stand out. No. What is a canned food that you eat? Um, that, corn. That, that that's like oh, I must eat corn. So or I, canned food. So I really like spaghettios. Spaghetti. They're too sweet. I really uh, so I got a chili mac thing. Okay. Uh, that was disappointing and too many beans in it. What's some like by Dintymore or something? Uh, I forget the brand, but it was like noodles and beef and and beans and like chili. I will eat canned peaches and canned pears. I think they're good. Okay. Do we have an update this week? We do. We have a couple, right? <laughs> uh, so a beluga whale Ooh. that was filmed playing catch with a group of South African rugby fans. Oh, this was a uh, viral video. It was. Right? Uh, he was an escaped whale named Vladimir. <laughs> I, I don't know how you say it. <laughs> uh, from a Russian military spy program. Yeah. Yeah. So Vladimir <laughs> uh, was reported was first reported in April of 2019 when he was discovered near uh, northern Norway with a harness attached to his body and a label that said Equipment of St. Petersburg. Uh, we nice. talked, we did the story way back in like probably May, I want to yeah. say, or it might have been April. I can't remember when it fell. Uh, but yeah, we did the story about this thing. We're like, ooh, it's a spy whale. Uh, yeah. It's like spy kids, only with a whale. <laughs> Right. Yeah, they're all mammals. Whale mammals. Uh, so before we move on, uh-huh. uh, this reminds me of <laughs> this thing I saw yesterday. Uh-huh. And um, it was just a picture on the internet. And you know how we love describing pictures on the internet. But uh, there was a 90s baseball game, a video game. Oh, yes. You sent me this. Where the designer had to make up a bunch of American names. <laughs> and <laughs> so they're like American sounding names. So their names like. Sleeve McDykel. <laughs> Sleeve McDykel. Hey, he's a good guy. He came uh, to my kid's uh, christening. <laughs> Anatoly Smorin. Uh, I don't think he's an American. I think he came from somewhere else. <laughs> Glenn Allen Mixon. <laughs> Glenn Allen Mixon is a stand-up guy. He he ran for city council. He was... Dwicked Rorchigal. Dwicked. Dwicked. <laughs> Not like Dwight, but Dwicked. <laughs> Carl Dandleton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should rename this this whale Carl Dandleton. <laughs> Carl Dandleton. That's a great name. <laughs> That's a great name. Uh, uh, Carl Dandleton. Uh, how's your insurance? <laughs> Todd Bonzalez. <laughs> and my personal favorite, Bobson Tugnut. <laughs> Bobson Tugnut. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't sure if I was just high last night or if those were really, really funny. And no, now they, that I'm they're very funny. Again, yeah, they're they're very funny. Very. Were you high last night? Absolutely not. What's our next update? Uh, so Russia's notorious whale jail has closed after huge international backlash. Oh, no. Uh, the last of the belugas housed in the whale jail on Russia's far east coast have been released into the wild. Uh-huh. Uh, it was estimated that there were 10 orcas and 87 belugas that were once held at the facility, which consisted of capped ice-covered enclosures in a gloomy bay near the Pacific port of Nakhodaka. Ho- Nakhodaka. Nakhodaka. <laughs> 
Nekhodka. Is this another uh, last name for that list? That <laughs> it is. Right up there? It's Carl Dandleton's uh, sister. Yeah, we have uh, Reet Nekhodka. <laughs> so the situation first made headlines in November of 2018 when conservationists shared a drone video, uh, which quickly went viral, and they have now shut it down due to that backlash with from people, inc- including, like, um, what's-his-nuts? Yeah. Who, who froze to death because uh, Rose wouldn't get off the... the Leonardo DiCaprio, that's his name. I was going to say Bob's and Tug Nut. <laughs> he should have tugged his nut all the way back to the boat. <laughs> so, okay, anyway. so these poor whale mammals have finally been released. Yes, they are free at last. Yeah. Uh, update. No, no. Correction. Oh. So we were having a conversation about Mervyn's and what Mervyn's competitor was. Yeah. It was Cole's. No. Yeah, it was Coles and Mervins. Coles were never in malls, yeah. were they? No, no, these weren't in malls. Mervins weren't in malls. I think you kept. I, I was kept arguing with you, like, no, this thing wasn't in malls. No, but there were standalones. Like, Mervins like were Coles. in malls. No, and they were also not in malls. There are some Sears that aren't in malls. Well, well, not anymore. <laughs> and neither are Mervins. <laughs> Either way, I was talking about Coles. Okay. As the competitor to Mervins. Congratulations! You know, yes. I worked there for six months. What Coles or Mervins? Coles. Oh. Well, uh, and, and I did and, like the unboxing in the back. Um, and it was horrible. You should have worked in the shoe department like Becky at Mervin's. I worked in the shoe department at Sears, so oh, I was done with go. that shit. <laughs> I worked with this guy at, uh, at Coles that would like, his eyes went two different directions. Oh. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with people like that. But like, as he was talking to me, he would look at me with one eye and then he'd switch and look at me with the other eye. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it was very weird. Oh, I had uh, my, my very first retail job. There was, uh, like a supervisor who had like that kind of situation going on. Yeah. So she was nice. It's fine. Ish. I always think like, um, as a medical procedure, mm-hmm. I could just put a toothpick in the one that's like wandering, just stick it right in the middle and like force it to go straight and then pull the <laughs> toothpick out and you'd be cured. I don't think it works that way no? at all. No, I'm not a doctor, I but I'm, I think you should stay that way. I think we should, we should do some experiments uh, I, on I, some, I, some mice with some <laughs> mice with, with a Popeye. Is that what? What? That's what it's called, a it's, Popeye. Is it? Yeah. Maybe we should just give him some spinach. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sailors and water, uh, the Ven- I think. The Veneto Regional Council. The what? Venice. Okay. The Venice Regional Council, which is located on Venice's Grand Canal, Ooh. was flooded this week for the first time oh, in no. history, just after it rejected measures to combat climate change. <laughs> Isn't Venice just flooded? Isn't that what it is? No. So well, so it's it's islands and there's a number of canals. And yeah. so you know, when you're so this is like the water so we've got a high tide going on and like sure. these things are converging at the same time and so the water levels have gone up and gone over into like plazas and buildings and houses and we're, we're talking like up to your knees. Oh boy, that's in, not good. In churches and in buildings and um, it's it's quite a mess. It's the worst flooding in 50 years. In Venice? So, yeah. So basically these kind of things can happen in winter. Sure. Uh, the It's more rainy and the tides come in and the water re- level rises up too high. Yeah. And so this is not like a new thing and Venice is kind of, you know, in a precarious situation given climate change sure uh, and so they they voted no we're not going to do these climate change measures and then god was like let there be water <laughs> except not really because no so let this be a lesson to you mm-hmm. don't build a city on top of like ocean marshland uh that you think will last more than 500 or so years because it won't <laughs> uh 
The council chamber in Ferrofini Palazzo, I assume it's pronounced, started to take in water around 10 p.m. local time as councillors were debating the 2020 regional budget. Ironically, the chamber was flooded two minutes after the majority parties rejected our amendments to tackle climate change. Councillor Andrea Zanoni, uh, who is the deputy chairman of the Environmental Committee, said in a post on Facebook. That sounds like one of the made-up names. <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> the council rejected measures to fund renewable sources, replace diesel buses with less polluting ones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't have buses in Venice. I, so I thought about that as well, but I think there's... An area of Venice, like that goes kind of to the mainland, like because I think there's like the islandy part, and then yeah. there's also the part right across the bay. Oh, like the uh, ghetto? No, <laughs> no. The the uh, Venice ghetto. Actually, the, ghetto in Europe means something completely different than it does. Definitely, here. definitely. Uh, so the uh, replace diesel buses with less polluting ones, and to scrap polluting stoves, and reduce the impact of plastics. Uh, however, the council president Robert Chibani, no. <laughs> Siam Betty. Chobani. <laughs> Robert Chibata. Chibata bread. Uh, no, this is Siam Chibata bread. We don't just say Chibata. We say Chibata, we say bread. chibata bread. That's true. Just like tuna fish. It's weird. Thanks. There is no other kind of Chibata. There's no like Chibata meat. Well, there's Chibata rolls. But that's just bread. But it's a roll. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> what about a Chibata loaf? I mean, sure. I digress. A ciabatta le- bread loaf? That would be ridiculous. Uh, so, Robert Ciabatta bread loaf rejected Zana, Zana, fuck. Zanoni. Zanoni, friends of Carl Pendleton. I don't know. What was his name? Dandleton. Dandleton. Carl Dandleton. Uh, anyway, he says that uh, he rejected the accusation saying they are beyond propaganda and deceptive reading. We are voting for a regional budget, budget that spends 965 million euros over the past three years in the fight against air pollution, smog, which is determining factors in climate change. You said budget. Budget? What? <laughs> You misspoke. This week has seen the worst flooding there in more than 50 years. I already said that. So do you think that um, we, we should save, like, we should go over all this stuff and then save, like, the the punchline for the end? Like, the punchline to this story is that, like, oh, and they met and blah, 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 and they decided to to strike down the measure, and then it flooded immediately. I don't know. Probably not. Because then it would mean that I would have to write these things, and I'm not writing them. Well, there you go. <laughs> so I guess we won't. I guess we shall not do that. But Venice, I I loved Venice. Yeah? When we were there, mostly because there are no fucking cars. Well, there are buses. Uh, not anywhere I was at. <laughs> there were boats. <laughs> so you can't you can't pollute in Venice because then the uh, the little... The, little gondolas? The gondola. Uh-huh. We call them drivers? I guess. Yeah. They'll, they'll choke <laughs> on a straw. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see them with like a, a six pack uh, plastic rings around their neck. Yeah, and you gotta go cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> just like one arm is stuck in it. How did you get in that? <laughs> then you try to catch them, and they're like flopping away. It's it's no good. You get you gotta you gotta cut those rings up before you throw them in the Venice uh, canals. Oh man, 
That's good. That is really funny. <laughs> no, I really liked. I really liked Venice. There were no cars. It was nice and peaceful. We could walk everywhere. It was yeah. beautiful, uh, but it was a little tourist trappy feeling. Oh, I'm sure because uh, there's yeah. lots of cruise ships leave from the port in Venice to go down to like Greece and Croatia and stuff like that. Yeah. and so like a lot of these shops are just like oh you know you're in venice get a mask oh kind of a thing mask yeah, yeah venetian masks they're like the plaster it's like a whole thing oh okay i, I, can, I can show you pictures sometimes venito venito <laughs> mussolini ven nito <laughs> sherry ellis oh of magnolia texas suddenly uh-huh. found that she didn't have insurance or a bank account. That's right. When that the 73-year-old went to the pharmacy to pick up her prescription, that's when she learned she didn't have insurance anymore and that she'd need to pay for her life-saving medication out of pocket. And without insurance, she says it costs more than $850 a month. That's, that's not right. surprising, though. I mean, this is life like heart medication. medication. Yeah, it's like yeah. heart and blood pressure and stuff right. like that. So they've got you. They've really got you by the, um, what do you call that? Um, the aorta. <laughs> <laughs> because you either buy this medication for 850 bucks or you die. What no. are you going to do? Of course, you're going to buy it. So the mistake, so I, I, I'm, I'm putting the punchline later. I know I noticed and I wasn't going to mention anything. You're uh, we, 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 We're on the fly here. <laughs> Go back and erase it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> A mistake by the Social Security Administration listed her as deceased and thus canceled her Medicare. Oh, no. The Social Security Administration gave her a letter to share with her pharmacy that said, quote, Our records incorrectly showed her as deceased. However, we have since found that she is alive. But according to Ellis, the pharmacy told her, I'm sorry that letter is not good enough because that's your insurance in the system. So, Oh, it's got to be in the system, man. Yeah, and so can't do anything unless it's in the system. Yeah. It's got to well, be in the system. system. So here's the problem: computers are supposed to make life easier. Yep. And then bullshit like this happens, Correct. and it makes it worse. I went to yeah. we went to to stay in a hotel, and we right. we drove faster than we expected we would. Uh, we expected to get there the next day, oh. and we got there late that night, okay. uh, the previous night. Sure. And so we wanted to just you know add on a night, right? Check in early, add an extra night. We had to check in, go into a room, check out the next morning, and check into another room. Hmm. And if they just had a fucking book, they could have just been like, boop, boop. Zoop. No. Yeah, the but next so person is checking in is checking into a different room, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but no, the computer's like, no, yeah. the system says no. It won't let me. It won't let me, they say. Yes. That's probably true. Bullshit. Bullshit. The Medicare office told me it might take up to 45 days. I don't know what I'm reading. Ellis only has six days worth of medication. Yeah, That's, so. That was probably a quote that yeah, I read. To fix the the fact that she's dead yeah they say it could take 45 days to make her undead interesting because she'll die in that time and the it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah if they just wait it'll like solve itself a self-fulfilling pharmacy <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it might be problematic with the opioid epidemic right now maybe a just self-fulfilling a pharmacy oh boy oh, i can feel that shit right up tell you what speaking of pharmacy Let's help some fuckers. <laughs> and now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So better late than never, mm-hmm. I figured we should talk about the um, World Series of Baseball. Oh. Well, I mean, in honor of Carl Dandleton, a, yeah, a great, player from the 90s. The great... The great Carl Retired Anderson. baseball player of 94. He's an amazing guy. 
To Carl, to Carl Dandleton. Uh, to Carl Dandleton. Here, here. Cheers. <laughs> so, uh, the Astros versus the Nationals in the World Series. Of course, the Nationals won. Uh, by, and they deserved it because they, Trump. they booed Trump. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's answer some baseball questions because right. we're so knowledgeable about baseball. Baseball. Let's do it. So, Jeff. Yes. Do you think the cheating Astros should forfeit their entire season next year? Uh, no, Donald Trump. I I don't think they should <laughs> forfeit their entire season next year. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they cheated and they just forfeit. <laughs> cheating Astros and Lion Ted. I, I think they should forfeit because they cheated and they didn't win. And that makes them real losers. Yeah. Only a loser cheats and doesn't win. I like the ones who don't get caught. Okay. Indeed. Okay. Okay. So, Jason, is it amazing how the Nationals won it without superstars? I mean, there were no Carl Dandletons <laughs> in, in the game. And that is amazing that they were able to, to pull it off. With with no one of that caliber. Yeah. I mean, I just think about if if he were playing, what would Carl Dandleton have done to <laughs> to like help them win that game? Not in a four three situation. It, what Carl Dandleton would have done would have been like a four zero. It would have been done three zero. I don't know. What would Carl Dandleton do? Bracelets. We should send them to the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Nationals, the Astros. Sorry, the Astros, yeah. yeah. yeah, they, should, yeah. they should think about it. They, that's what the, the spring training. We can take yeah. some down to spring training, give them to the Astros, be like, just think, what would Carl Dandleton do? W-W-K-D-D. And do that. KDD. <laughs> uh, did I ask the last one or did you? I don't remember. I'll ask the next one. Okay. Uh, Jeff, is, it, um, it, is self-admitted white nationalist Washington Nationals catcher Kurt Suzuki... Isn't he a dirt bike? Uh, going to be he, going to be going to he allowed to remain in the MLB? Um. So yeah, I think so. Um. Yeah. So white nationalist, Washington nationalist. That sounds about right. Yeah, but I, I feel like there's some. Pro- this is a bot, right? I yeah, I assume it is. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, uh, why did Mookie Betts win Gold Glove over Aaron Judge? Well, his name's Mookie Betts. Yeah. I mean, he he's he's no Carl Dandleton. <laughs> But he is a he's a good Mookie Betts. Yeah, Carl Dandleton did win the Golden Glove in ninety three through ninety six, right? Yeah, I mean all he, three of those years. Yeah, he just swept it. Yeah, he just he was, his glove was so golden. He played with the the Muston Blastros. Yeah, and he got that <laughs> he got that endorsement, and he was doing those Golden Grams commercials with his Golden Glove. Yeah, was, Golden Blams. He even he was with Nintendo to do a Golden Power Glove. Nintendo. Yes. <laughs> and they they never got it they never got it to to go because uh-huh. like, they switched to the Super Nintendo somewhere oh, around that time yeah, yeah of course you know, the regular NES just went out of style hey Jeff yeah. I've been in a depression ever since my team the Houston Astros lost the World Series how uh-huh. do I get out of this mm, Lexapro <laughs> next question Jason uh-huh. no MLB expansion to thirty two teams till retired MLB Commissioner Bud Selig dies sure. Okay. Jeff, will the 2020 Houston Astros team win 100 games for their fourth year in a row? Did they win 100 games the last three years? How many fucking games do they play in baseball? I, is there that many teams? I mean, they they, they play series, right? So they, it's not just yeah. one time against each team. They yeah. like multiple three, four times against each team. Why do they have to play so many games? I don't know. People they don't like, do shit during do people, the. I just. It's like the. <laughs> they stand around for 90 percent of the time and they run for the other 10. percent I don't know. I like baseball. I like. I just saw a thing. Uh, 
It was the guy named Prince Fielder, mm-hmm. who I know. I, I know I play dumb with sports, but I know a lot about '90s sports, mm-hmm. um, especially the Carl Dandelton era. Mm-hmm. And uh, Prince Fielder <laughs> once caught a foul ball, and like it, we like he couldn't stop. He was a big dude. And he couldn't stop running, uh, so he kind of like ran n- next to the stands. He picked up this guy's nacho and dipped it in his cheese and ate it. <laughs> like one of the fans on the thing. Prince Fielder uh, was Cecil Fielder's son. Oh, is okay. Cecil Fielder's son. Who yeah. Cecil Fielder played first base for the Tigers. I remember Cecil 80s. Fielder. You do. I'm pretty sure I have a Cecil Fielder baseball card somewhere uh, I here. will take that from you. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> you got to fucking find it. Good luck. <laughs> there was a guy down that used to live down the street from uh-huh. me. His name was Stoney. Stoney? Yeah. And uh, he... Used to call Cecil Fielder Cecil Felder. Oh, and Cecil I didn't Felder. like it. Yeah, that's. I assume he also says Reese Pieces or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. You know, I also have a Carl Dandelton rookie card. No way. I do. Seriously? Yeah. From his 1988 rookie season. <laughs> Indeed. Wow. Yeah. So How much is that thing worth? I, I haven't even checked. It's just such a prized possession to yeah. me that it's just you know. Just kept safe. It surprises me that you don't keep it out, like as like a centerpiece on your on your dining room. Well, table. I don't want it to fade. I got to keep it. You That's know, true. Special and secure, especially now that he's gone. Yeah. Do you remember that one episode of Deep Space Nine when uh, Jake Sisko was really set on buying that Carl Dandelton card for his dad? I do. Yeah, and, and because you know his dad was really into baseball. Yeah. He was like Jico. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my Benjamin Sisko impression. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> it was pretty not good. very good. But dad, I don't know. I don't know how Jake, Jake. Sisko sounds. Uh, are we done with his questions? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Wait. There we go. Nice. Do you remember uh, there was a, a baseball game uh, called RBI Baseball, like three or four or something for the Sega Genesis? I never played a baseball game on Sega Genesis. <clears throat> this is my. I have my Sega Genesis right outside this doorway. Do you really? And I've got all the games I had at the time, uh, oh. but I never had any baseball well, games. I will be taking that along with your Carl Dandelton rookie card. <laughs> Over so, my dead body. My first, I think my first impression ever uh-huh. was of the umpire in this RBI Baseball 3 game. Uh-huh. Whenever it was a foul ball, he went, foul ball! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like they tried to like uh, electronically make the uh-huh. voice rough. Yeah. And it just, just foul <laughs> I, I feel that was one of Carl Dandelton's best performances. He, he did that voice. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He did. He, he, did, was, he voiced that he umpire. Did. It was, <laughs> he was going for whimsical, but also a little gruff. And yeah. He, you know, the technology at the time couldn't couldn't do anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you know, luckily we have the technology now. Yeah. It, maybe if he had smoked like 30 packs a day, it would have <laughs> helped him out. He was ah, never ah. a smoker. Yeah, never he never smoked. smoked. You it's know crazy. who else wasn't a smoker? What? Who? Uh the original Marlboro Man. Really? Yes. Never uh, a smoker. Never a smoker. He looked like the consummate smoker. He's yep, like what he smokers. Smoke. I think he was like what smokers wanted to look like. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the whole point. Yeah. So philanthropist and uh-huh. rancher Bob Norris, who became uh-huh. known as the original Marlboro Man, had died earlier this week. 
at the age of 90. Oh, oh no. 90? Yep. yep, 90 years old, and Nor- he passed away. <laughs> Norris served as the recognizable smoking cowboy for 12 years, though he never smoked a single cigarette himself. Do you so remember? So he is the guy who was the Marlboro Man on I-94? Yep, yep by right the past, airport. That's him. That's what that I was, was going to say. That was him. Yeah, they had a huge... Oh, yeah. Those of you that live in uh, our listeners in California and Georgia who've never been up here... Um, if you're driving down 94 toward the airport, I believe it's past the giant Uniroyal tire. No, no, no. It's right before that. Right before the giant yeah, Uniroyal so you pass, tire. So you pass the airport, uh-huh. and you hit the, the Marlboro Man, uh-huh. and then you drive a little further, and then you hit the giant tire, which uh-huh. used to be a Ferris wheel. Interesting. Yes. Uh, I've always wanted to go in that tire, and apparently you used to be able to. Before mm-hmm. they put the fence up. Anyway, this marble man was like a giant billboard. Oh, yeah, like um, 30 feet tall. Not of. quite the smoking billboard that they had in New York City, but yeah, almost but, as cool. Yeah. So, but you got the chemtrails from the from the airline, so that's <laughs> that's good enough to cause you enough cancer. Uh, shut the fuck up. Norris quit his career as the Marlboro Man when his children asked him, If you don't want us smoking, then why are you doing cigarette commercials? And so he quit. Wow, good for him. So I guess the reason why they they picked the Marlboro Man Uh is they wanted to sell filtered cigarettes to men, but men saw it as a product that was for women. Yes. And so they're like, well, if we can get a rugged, manly, masculine kind of person to smoke these cigarettes in ads, uh, then men will go, oh, well, I'm like the Marlboro Man, too, and I will smoke these special cigarettes. Do you think in 50 years... There'll, there'll be a whatever the version of a podcast is, and they'll be like, did you know that the Verizon guy, the Can You Hear Me Now guy, never used a cell phone? <laughs> but look forward to that on episode 6,028. <laughs> Good when, one, Jeff. When, when we are 90 as well. I think I'm very funny. I, and that's, I don't know. I thought it was good. <laughs> That's why I played off of it. I'm really enjoying myself it. this episode. <laughs> uh, Norris also had a career as a successful rancher. Okay. I guess. So I guess he became like the, their pick for the Marlboro Man because he was friends with Clint Eastwood. Or no, John Wayne. He was friends with John Wayne and they saw yeah. a picture of him with John Wayne. They're like, oh, how about that guy? That oh, guy we looks... can't afford John Wayne. Yeah, but we, we can afford that guy. Yeah. And so they came up to him and they're like, hey, would you like to be the Marlboro Man? And his his kids said that he shrugged and said, I don't know. I'm kind of busy right now. Maybe come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so they came back tomorrow and he became the Marlboro so Man. So was he, because I don't know for sure. I know they had pictures of him. Did he ever do like commercials, like moving commercials and stuff? That I don't know. I didn't do any research on that part. As far as I knew, it was just photographs. Yeah. Uh, not actual, you know, video commercials. Yeah. You know, the so. cigarette smoking man from the X-Files, which you've never seen, which is, is really. A- but I'm familiar with him from. Bare Naked Ladies one week. Nice. So that guy, he didn't, so I don't think he didn't smoke cigarettes, but I think uh, they have some sort of like blend of herbs uh-huh. that smokes a lot when you light it that's not not healthy that people smoke on TV so that they can appear to look like they're smoking, but they're not actually smoking. Were you in, ever in any of the plays where we had the fake cigarettes that had like a powder in them, so when you blew out them, smoke would come out the end of them? No, I never was in one oh, of those. Yeah, Interesting. That's that something we had. Uh, cool. So Norris went on to have a successful career as a rancher and philanthropist, especially for animal causes. Oh, that's so nice. So, Rest in pieces, Mr. Dandleton, or uh, Bob, Bob Norris. Norris. I guess this episode is dedicated to both of their memories. Indeed. Even though Carl <laughs> Dandleton is not dead. No, he did. That's, 
Oh, it's just his live memory? Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> Dedicated we're, we're, to the memory of this guy that died and this guy that didn't. Because, trust me, I like the guys that don't die. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I don't even know. Nate I, Hollander. Oh, really? Is taking Madonna Uh-oh. and the company Live Nation to court. Uh-oh. Over her late start times, claiming that the change in start times for her Madame X tour is a breach of contract made between the singer and the ticket buyer. That's right. Papa don't preach or stay out past 1030. (laughs) So So in August, when Hollander bought the tickets to Madonna's December 17th show, the concert was scheduled to begin at 830, a reasonable hour, I have to say, for a concert. But... On October 23rd, the, t- the start time for that show and several others changed to 10.30 p.m., which is far too fucking late to right. start an evening. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> Hollander no, claims... Hold on, hold on. I've been, I've been this way for uh, quite a few years. Uh, I'm start aware. shit at 10 o'clock. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, you know, as a man with a kid, uh, I didn't mean man. I meant, like, adult man, <laughs> like... Like a human, a, th- a human. Like I'm, a, I'm a human mammal, and as a Dandleton esque <laughs> person, I don't like to start. So uh, I have some friends that would say, "Hey, let's go out on Saturday." I'm like, "Yeah, yo, yo, I'm ready to go out on Saturday, yo. I am ready. What time?" And they're like, ten o'clock, and I'm like, "A p.m." You want to go out at 10 p.m.? And then, like, I did the whole... Uh, <laughs> if I'm not uh, drunk by 10 p.m., this night is over. I did the whole getting older uh, really quickly thing. What is that movie? <laughs> uh, With Brad Pitt or whoever. Uh, the backwards? Well, he starts as an old oh, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's anyway. That's the, uh, the, uh, the um, Benjamin Button situation. Yeah, yeah. Where he starts I did the opposite of Benjamin was, Button. Well, the opposite was uh, the one with Robin Williams. Where he aged very quickly, and so uh-huh. he was like Robin Williams' age as like a fourth grader. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's like a grown ass man. He's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. Uh, okay. That, that like is a celebrity. De- that was a celebrity death that actually, like, I, I was upset over. Yeah, I shed a few tears on that one. Most yeah. of the time, I'm just like, oh, you know, it's a shame. Yeah, no one cares. So <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> you know who would care? Carl Danielson. <laughs> I was going to say Robin Williams, but yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't care. He's dead now. Oh, jeez. All right. So, uh, Hollander claims uh, a refund has not been offered and attempts to resell won't make up for the money lost as tickets have now suffered an extreme loss of value because of the time change. Uh, you old bastard. <laughs> he, says, he says we can't sell them because it's too late and no one wants to buy them anymore. <laughs> okay. So, why does nobody want to buy them? It's too late at night. It's too late at night. Not because they cost how much? So he bought three tickets for the price of $1,024.95. So that's what, three-something each? Wait, is that 1024 each? No, no, total for the three. Total for the yes. three. Still so fucking expensive. Yeah, it's over $300 a ticket. If, so people that are out late, generally younger, uh-huh. I assume, right? And generally maybe not as far along in their careers. And <laughs> not maybe for $1,000.24. They, <laughs> they can't afford like $350 That's like Broadway for a fucking ticket Madonna price. ticket. That's, that's, yeah, that's, it's too much. I mean, the last the last concert I saw was Goo Goo Dolls, and that was like 40 bucks. Right. So. I won't even pay for a, a Broadway ticket, $300. And and that 40 bucks ticket was for like, you know, seats at DTE, not like out on the fucking field that was like you know i got a nice <laughs> right. seat with covered in case of raining and you know everything was good so yeah so ha- 
Hollander claims that he and other ticket holders suffered actual and consequential damages, including, but not limited to, loss of consideration paid and the devaluation of the ticket. Whiny, whiny. Like, <laughs> so, okay. Just go to the fucking concert. If she had originally scheduled the concert at 10.30 instead of 8.30, he may not have bought the ticket yeah. because whatever. But also, it would have been the same fucking price. And also, he had two months to, to you know, make arrangements, whatever his problem is. What, he's got to be home to tuck the kids in or something? Like, dude. Yeah. You got a sitter. It's going to be right. late tonight. Going to, going to grandma's house. Or, right. You know, I'm hiring a sitter and they can come over later or... <laughs> You know, I guess I'll take the next day off work or whatever the situation is. You have two months to figure it out. Stop being a whiny little baby. Right. That's that's my that is my situation. Even here. Jimmy Carter survived a brain bleed to go see the Madonna concert. And they're the same. He and Madonna are the same age, by the way. Did you know <laughs> Jimmy Carter and Madonna are the exact same age? I don't feel like that's true. That's true. It's, it's completely I, true. I don't think so. You should look it up. Not right now, though. <laughs> no, but Donna's old as fuck, and she's starting her. She's starting work at ten thirty. You could go to the concert at ten thirty. Anyway, I digress. Let's have a long pause to figure out how old Madonna is. She's sixty-one. She is as old as Jimmy Carter. In in like celebrity years. In celebrity. Years. <laughs> I, so what are you saying? Jimmy Carter is not in the same level as a celebrity. No, he's being he's, president of the United States. So he's what, like ninety five now? Ninety five. Ninety five. That's not the same as sixty one. He's only seventy in president years. Because then <laughs> presidency ridiculous. ages most, you. Most presidents don't live to ninety five. <laughs> they they might have lived to nineteen ninety five. So Jimmy Carter is the oldest living president, I think, of all time now, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's yeah. like, you know, they, I mean, Reagan. Not the oldest when he was elected, but the but oldest, just like the oldest as of now. When, when yeah. he died, right? right. Uh, so he, let's see, 60, uh, John Adams lived till 90. That's pretty impressive. In oh, geez. 17, in the 1700s, that's yeah. like 150 in yeah, 1700 he years. In, he died, so John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. Is that right? They died on the 4th of July. Seven or eighteen twenty six exactly fifty years after the Declaration of Independence. That sounds made up. It is not made up. It's they both died. made up. Thomas Jefferson's last words were, "Is it the fourth? And John Adams, who died first, uh, his last words were, "Jefferson survives me." No, no, oh. sorry, he died second. Jefferson uh, survives me, not knowing that Jefferson had died earlier oh, that day. No. And he so the prob- entire the last thing he said in his life was incorrect. <laughs> it was. That's that's totally me. Uh, me IRL. So Adams also uh, he had this library, and they like they were going through the books, and everywhere that the John Adams or his son John Quincy Adams had written in the margins, they put a little like bookmark in. Mm-hmm. So when you go to his house, you can see all these books with book, and there's thousands of books. And as they're going through, like cataloging these books they found a like doodle basically uh-huh. that john adams was doodling during a session of congress because as <laughs> vice president he just had to sit there and listen and couldn't do anything right and it was a list that he had written of all the reasons he thought people liked george washington better than him interesting okay yeah. so he was like super like kind of insecure about the it. cool and... hair the wooden teeth <laughs> uh, he's on the dollar I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't Just think kidding. that was. He wasn't was on true. the dollar yet. I know. Uh, Herbert Hoover also lived till 90. Nice. So, okay. So 90 so far is the, the longest. So John F. Uh, Kennedy only lived to 46. Je- Ooh. <laughs> uh, Gerald Ford made it to 93. Ooh. Uh, and 
Jimmy Carter is currently 95. Uh, Ronald Reagan made it to 93. Okay. George H.W. Bush, 94. He died, right? Yeah, he died. He's, he's dead now. He's dead, yeah, now. He's dead yeah. now. All these people are dead now except for Jimmy Carter. And Donald Trump and Barack Obama oh. and George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. Uh, and yeah, you know, Jimmy the four Carter, most so. recent ones. Yeah. Uh, five most recent ones. Oh, four most recent ones are alive. So I wonder if the, if uh, Dana Carvey's going to do a sketch. A stunning news today is uh, Jimmy Carter dead today at the stunning age of 95. No, nothing. Sorry, I was trying to look at the youngest. Uh, John F. Kennedy was the youngest. uh, But um, Garfield was only 49. So he was also in his 40s when he died. He was assassinated. Um, Oh, I I thought you were going to say he was a sassy cat, which he was. He was. He totally was. They they poisoned his lasagna. That is is how they got him. (laughs) Is he the one that ate the poison lasagna and then still stood up and gave the speech in the rain? No, no, that's Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, okay. That's Teddy Bear Roosevelt. Okay. Got it. Uh, he was like, I've got to give this speech. I'm meeting Arlene later. I've got a male normal to Abu Dhabi. Say I'm eating Arlene later. <laughs> I said meeting. meeting. <laughs> I mean, they might. he might was Arlene eat her his le- wife? That, that was the pink cat. That was Oh, okay. Garfield's All right. <sighs> so anyway. So yeah, sue Madonna. Next issue. Uh, speaking of suing. Yes. Ben and Jerry's is facing a lawsuit. Oh. Accusing the ice cream maker and its parent company. Wait, wait, wait. Parent company? Yeah. So in 2000, they were purchased by a Dutch, an Anglo-Dutch food company called Unilever. <laughs> Unilever? Unilever? Unilever no. 2000. Unilever owns Ben and Jerry's? They do. You're fucking kidding As me. of August 2000. Uh, so they're suing Ben and Jerry's and their parent company of false advertising because they say that their milk and cream is produced from happy cows. <sighs> Hold on. I'm still trying to I'm trying to like digest that Ben and Jerry mm-hmm. sold out and sold their company to U- multinational corporation Unilever. I don't even know who Unilever are. They own Axe Body Spray, Briars, Clear. Um, wait, wait. So Ben and Jerry's is owned by the same company that owns Briars? Dove, Dove. Hellman's, Hellman's, uh, okay, Lipton, cool. Lipton, Pure Leaf. This wait, is Lip- just page like one Lipton's, of nine. Lipton soup or Lipton Both? tea? Both. Both. Surf. Surf? What's surf? Uh, the, the, um, it's a fucking, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Laundry detergent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, surf. Okay. Gotcha, Brute. Gotcha. They also Brute. own Brute that, uh, that does the thing. Comfort, uh, the toilet paper people. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going past things that I've never heard of. Klondike. Klondike. Lever, oh. Lever 2000. Oh, so I was about to make a Lever 2000 joke and it would have been accurate. Noxzema, Popsicle, Q-tips. That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Well, I'm only on page four. And Ben and Jerry's. They also Should I keep going? No, I think we're good. Thank you very much. Uh, so environmental advocate James Eller accuses the company of deceiving consumers. Okay, do you really, like, one, read what it says on the label and go, oh, well, happy cows, I'm going to buy that fucking $6 pint of ice cream. Suave. Tresemme. Veal 5, Vaseline, we're almost there. Uh-huh. Sorry, go on. Continue. No, you. Uh, Eller says, many farms that produce the milk and cream are factory-style dairy operations, and only some of them are part of the company's Caring Dairy program. Briars. Dawn. Hmm, Dawn. 
Others. Okay, I'm done. For sure, for sure not. Uh, okay, okay, so yeah. All right, so of course you're going to sue these fuckers for because as many dollars as you can. So the proposed class action... I wouldn't sue Ben action, and Jerry. Yeah, I, like, so, I wouldn't sue Ben and or Jerry. I wouldn't sue those guys. one of them. But I would sue Unilever in a second. So the proposed class action seeks damages for ice cream purchasers nationwide because I've been damaged by buying a $6 pint of ice cream. <laughs> that that oh, said it was no. from Happy Cows, uh, and they weren't very happy. You could taste it in their in their cream. You can really, You really can. I mean, usually when someone creams, they're happy. <laughs> usually when I eat an entire quart of ice cream, I am sad. <laughs> I don't know. When I eat some Ben and Jerry's, I'm usually pretty happy. Is that right? Nope. It it's makes so me good. sadder. It's so good. I stop uh, eating when I hate myself. Uh, they're, so they're suing to stop Ben and Jerry's from claiming its milk and cream comes from happy cows on carried, caring dairy farms. Caring, but what about the whole... Caring dairy farms. There's, there's dairy a whole California... sushi. California, yeah, yeah. California dairy thing. Yeah, where they say happy good milk cheese. comes from happy cows. Whatever. Yeah, good happy cheese cows comes from come happy. From... Yeah, yeah. Good cheese comes from happy cows, and happy cows come from California. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's yeah. that. I'm, yeah. I mean, they don't use they don't that anymore. Use that so anymore. I guess it's fine. So it's, I guess it's fine. <laughs> so sue the Unilevers. As much as you need to sue the Unilevers. Yes, for $2,000. Exactly. Or $2 million or Uni- $2 billion. Unilever, Unilever 2000 for all your 2000 suits. <laughs> Correct. Uh, ben & Jerry spokesman Sean Greenwood emailed Friday that the oh. company doesn't comment on pending lawsuits. Oh, thanks for sending that one out, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben & Jerry's was founded in 1978 and has long positioned itself as socially conscious. Uh, the company was bought by Unilever in 2000, as okay. I said previously. Here's the thing. Like, okay, so they're socially conscious, and sometimes their milk comes from this good program, and sometimes it doesn't. And I don't think... Them saying happy cows. Like, how do you know if a fucking cow is happy? So they've done things, right? So there are some cows that have to, like, sit, like, stand in a bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they get, like, the udder milker machines uh-huh. attached to the udders and then or whatever. And, some, and get, s- some gets the warm caress of a hand on their udders? Nope. Some cows, they choose when to go to get milked because oh, they feel like they need to do this. Gotcha. The cows do. They choose when to go get milked. And they also, like, get brushed and shit while they do it. Okay. And it feels real good it's for like them. It's like a spa. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay. a little cow spa, and they go in, and it's good, and they get milked, and they go out. However, they have to—I um, forget the exact thing. They either have to impregnate the cows and then take the baby away, or they impregnate the cows and, ha- and give the cow an abortion to get the udders to produce milk. Oh. Someone so, tell Mitch McConnell that there's some cow abortions going on. Yeah, and he'll say— <laughs> I don't see why that's... Uh, Jason. Ellers was a candidate for governor of Vermont last year, but he lost to the Democrats uh, who won in the primary. So, yeah, fuck him, pretty much. Yeah. So, Jason, yes. what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that you can't say your cows are happy unless they take a test to say if they're happy, and you've got to just say that they're just regular cows. they got to do the survey. Yes, they got, Would you like got to take like, a survey? They, they've got like a big... <laughs> that's a good one. They, <laughs> they've got like a, a thing on the barn that has like a whole bunch of happy faces and the cow has to go up and like lick or shit <laughs> on, on the... How how are you feeling today? You and the, the how happy are face? your udders feeling? Put on a happy face. Uh, what else did we learn? Uh, we also learned uh, that an old man died at 
at the age of 90. <laughs> and he didn't even smoke. <laughs> right. uh, we learned that if you start your show at 1030 Madonna, someone's going to sue you because they have, you know, to be in bed. Or something. Yeah. You know, let me let me send out a message to this old fucker that can't go to the 1030 show. I am not a late person, but I get here at 8 uh, to do the podcast, and I often don't leave until, like, 11 o'clock. Or later. Yeah, exactly. Much to your chagrin, I assume. We also learned mm-hmm. uh, that uh, if you're dead or not dead, you're going to die without the meds. Yep. So <laughs> it'll sort itself out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we learned that... Maybe you should vote to do the climate change thing if your city is literally flooding because of climate change. Literally flooding. And I thought Venice was already flooded. Apparently it's a big problem and it's real sad. And this episode is dedicated to the memory of Carl Danderton. He's still alive. Dandleton. He's still alive, Carl Danderton, who has been a wonderful man his entire life. Keep, Keep doing the good work. He's like... He, you know, he's friends with Jimmy Carter. He is, and this hour has been one hour. Fuck. So, I don't know if you've mentioned this on the podcast, but oftentimes at the end of the show, you talk about how you're going to go and get a McChicken. I've never. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but almost every episode, almost every episode at the end, you're like, "I need a McChicken." Yeah, you're going to get a McChicken. (laughs) I don't know how often you actually get a McChicken. I don't think it's as often as you say. So I get McChickens. I think I have like one McChicken a week, but it's not always after this this podcast. So today I was just like completely over dealing with my students because they just are so frustrating. Sure. And we were having a new um, recipe for dinner tonight. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know how this is going to go. So I stopped and I got a McChicken oh. on the way home. Oh, interesting. Just a McChicken <laughs> and a small fry. Uh-huh. Um, and it was so hot. Mm-hmm. It was like a fresh McChicken. Oh. It was like it was so hot that I had to like let it go for a minute. Oh, oh that's like, frustrating. Yeah, it's like I just want to eat it, but it's so hot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was, I think I heard somewhere that it, you, McDonald's doesn't have mayonnaise. But then, what's on the McChicken? McChicken sauce. No, it's fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> it's mayonnaise. It's, it's mayonnaise. They've got the uh, the quarter pounder deluxe, so they had it with mayo, lettuce, and tomato. No, it's not met lettuce. And, it's it's not. It's McChicken it's, sauce. It's lettuce. McChicken sauce. And lettuce. And <laughs> it's McChicken sauce. Uh, double cheeseburger leaf so and uh, artisan chicken sandwich. So uh, if I pull up and I, and I ask for a <laughs> a quarter pounder and say, "Can I get that with McChicken sauce instead of ketchup and mustard?" <laughs> Will, will they that, know what you're talking will about? Will that come on the screen? They'll say McChicken they, sauce? I don't know. That's a good question. I go uh, frequently go to McDonald's in the morning um, mm-hmm. and get What's your morning thing? iced coffee. Oh, gross. Okay, so get out of here with that. I get the sausage biscuit with egg. Okay, egg is gross at McDonald's. Okay, here's the thing. So a sausage biscuit with egg meal comes with a hash brown and a yeah. beverage. yeah. It is literally the exact same thing as the big breakfast meal. Yeah, except for it's all put together. Except, yeah. So the big breakfast comes in a styrofoam case with a biscuit, a sausage, and an egg, and a hash brown. Yeah. But the big breakfast is more expensive. Back to me. So I get an iced coffee. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell them... No cream and no sugar. But they're always like, oh, so you want it black? I'm like, yeah, I want it black. But when I say I want a black iced coffee, they say, oh, so you don't want any cream or liquid sugar? No. So what do I do here? How do I order this so that everyone can shut up and stop asking me questions? You say, I would like an iced coffee with McChicken sauce. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds pretty good. Did you know that the McChicken 
was my first like grown up meal at a fast food restaurant. Really? I didn't prior, know that. So prior to that, all I ever got was like a happy meal with nuggets. And one night, I don't even know why this was when we were living out in a trailer and we're super poor. And one night we were at McDonald's for some reason. I don't sure. know why. Usually it was just like we'd go to McDonald's in Chelsea when my grandma would pick us up and we'd make it to about Chelsea. And then she'd stop at McDonald's there and get us our happy meals and we'd eat them on the way back to her house. So that, and that answered was your question as to why you were there. No, no, I wasn't there. This was the McDonald's in the city we lived in. Okay. And my mom took us, not my okay. grandma. And my mom was eating a McChicken sandwich. Yeah. And she she was like, you know, I was eating my nuggets. And she's like, oh, you want to try, try the McChicken? And I was like, no, oh, it's got like McChicken sauce and <laughs> lettuce on it. And she's like, no, it's good. You should try it. And so I tried it and I liked it. Yeah. And there was a while there that the McChicken went away. Really? Yeah, they like the McChicken was gone, and the, and then they brought it back. I didn't know that. Yes, and so like I ate the McChicken for a while. I was like, all right, McChicken is now my thing. And then it went away, and then came back, and I was like, yeah, McChicken's back. I like this, it. like a peppery spiciness yeah, to it. It's very it's, good. It's very. So McChicken is back. Sounds sounds good. But when when I see on the like McDonald's billboard, it says the McRib is back. Ew, that gross. seems more like a threat. Yeah, then it's, like, it's, it's back. Watch out. <laughs> It'll get you. What is it? It's just that's a pig lip sandwich. Oh, gross. It, it looks disgusting. Yes, it does. A lot like me. And not like Carl Dandleton. I'm the I'm the human McRib. <laughs> and Carl Dandleton uh, is the human McChicken. I think you're the human McFlub. <laughs> we should delete that. It was mean. Oh. <laughs>